Hey guys, how you doing? It's Brad Roth with ATREpodcast.com, all things real estate. I've been in the real estate business since 1998. So I started this podcast to give agents, buyers, sellers a place to go and a place to get information. I am really excited about today's show. Got an old friend on here, an incredible guy. He is not only the teacher and the owner of the Real Estate Academy, he's also an incredible real estate agent. So Armando Oliva, welcome. Great to have you here. How are you? Thanks, Brad. Good to see you as always. Good to see you. Armando and I go way back from Pinnacle here and we were talking about challenges that agents are having, especially newer agents. Armando has put thousands and thousands of agents through real estate school. He's usually, when you decide to get into real estate, Armando is the very first person you see. He is your first touch. So he will help guide agents through their careers. Oftentimes they will come back to him for advice. So really excited to have Armando here and let's kick this off. Armando, so I'm on a uh, website called Real Estate Mastermind and a lot of these agents will ask questions. You know, there's no bad questions. There's some questions that I often see that I feel like agents don't really have a lot of guidance. So what I wanted to do is take a few of them off and let's talk you and I about these questions. So the first one that I wrote down is, uh, how should a buyer write an offer in today's market? What should a buyer really do to be prepared and help them stick out, Armando? I think that's kind of our basic 101 just make sure they have everything that the listing agent is going to ask for without you having to go digging for it. Do they have their proof of funds? And not a photo of their phone, you know, an Thank actual you. big boy bank statement. Everyone's got a chase, a B of A, Wells Fargo. You can download the PDF statement and then circle with your pen the balance. So number one, have your stuff in order. Don't sending a screenshot, right. look at professional as possible, make sure they're ready to respond. You manage expectations from the beginning. If you haven't already after this year, coach your buyer that, listen, we got to respond quick and aggressively. If they're going to think about it, if God means it to happen, no, you know, no, we're not, God's busy right now. You know, <laughs> if you want it to happen, God's we helping make... a lot of people. What makes you the one he's going to pick? So also Armando, and, and you've got to set yourself up for success. So what I would say, even in this market where we have a highly competitive market, I have picked several new agents just by talking to them. I'll pick them over more seasoned agents if they do a couple of things. One of the most important is not waste my time, just like you said. So they call me and they say, hey, Brad, listen, my name is, you know, I'll pull a name. My name's Sophia. I'm a new agent. I haven't done a lot of deals, but I'll tell you what, I work really hard. The ones I have done, I've done well. I don't believe in wasting time. And I just wanted to introduce myself. Boom, that's it. Then do exactly what you said, Armando. Get a clean offer. Make sure all the boxes are checked correctly. T's are crossed, I's are dotted. Make sure that they ask for the right escrow, the right title. They're not a pain in the butt. They're not bugging you. That usually puts them ahead with me. What about you, Armando? I think that's critical. One of the things I teach in my class is it's all about the personal relationships, yeah. but not just with your client, with your fellow agents. That's right. I can't tell you how much it's valuable for the other agent to like you. 
there's some agents that send offers in the middle of the night. I don't even know who they are, never heard of them. And then I have other agents that say, hey, Mondo, how are you? I was in your class two years ago. Or, hey, I work at your office. How are you? Da, da, da. That goes such a long way to just know who's on the other end of the offer and that they're a closer. I know if you send me an offer, Brad, you're not wasting time. I know that person's going to close. I know that if with you. Yeah. Number, we're going to get the deal done. So don't call and ask stupid questions. Right. Oh, is it still available? Right. I wouldn't waste your time. It's on MLS. It's active. It's available. My client, you know what I love is they go, well, my client doesn't want to be involved with multiple offers. Just by saying that, and if we're in multiple offers and your client changes his mind and now they want to be in it, I don't want to sell it to them because I'm thinking they're going to back out or be a problem, right? Sometimes you, as a buyer's agent, can say too much. But, you know, Armando, you touched on something when you said, you know, build a relationship and call. And, you know, how many people I don't remember that call me, but they call me and they go, Brad, how are you, buddy? It's been a long time. I hope you're doing well. Automatically, I get a great feeling from them. I may not remember them, but I will next time because they're telling me their name again. They're telling me who they are. And I'm enjoying the conversation because I feel like, it's my fault for not remembering them, so I'm giving them that extra attention. So it's all about building the relationship and having smiling through the phone. When you smile through the phone, people want to talk to you. They feel like they're going to learn something more. Armando, let me ask you also, some agents have put questions in saying that they're tired and they need a day off, and how do we feel about taking a specific day off, like I will not work Sundays. What do you say to that? I say, what are you so busy doing? The average realtor, according to National Association of Realtors, sells four to six homes a year. Yeah. What are you doing with the other 300 days? That's so, right. No, you're not that busy. And if you're so busy and exhausted with your 10 deals a year, you're so inefficient. But if I have buyers and sellers on a Sunday, I'll work on Sunday. I'll go to church at 5 p.m. instead of 7 a.m. If I got clients on Saturday, I'll do Shabbat Shalom a little later. And that's a great point. And that's something they asked was about church and about temple. And you know, Armando, the other thing that I say to that is this. If you need a day off, take a day off. You don't need to announce to the world that it's your day off. I can't tell you the amount of times I've taken a day off, but no one has ever known it. Or I've been on vacation and no one knows it because I'll answer my phone, I'll talk to them, I'll answer the questions they need, and then I'll go back to doing what I'm doing. But the agents, in my opinion, that put on their answer machines, I know it's Sunday and I need a day off, just like God had a day off or just like so-and-so. When I go up against those agents on a listing presentation and they'll say, I want, you know, Armando Leva, you know, I think I'm going to pick him. And I go, oh, Armando's a great guy. Just don't call him on a Sunday. He doesn't work Sundays. And they'll go, what? And I'll go, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, look, I'm always available for you. You make it sound like you never take a day off. You don't want people thinking well, you're resting. Well, I would point to what I said earlier. If you're so busy, right. you're either making millions and keep milking it until you have enough capital to be able to invest and not do real estate, or you're incredibly inefficient. And I find when I'm talking to agents, their inefficiency comes from themselves. Yes. For instance, I'll get people that go, oh, I got to drive to open up for the termite guy. Why didn't you leave a combo box there? Right. Oh, my key's not working in the Supra. Why didn't you leave a Supra and a combo box? Yeah, combo boxes for vendors or for yourself or for an agent you need to help. Yeah, I find people that are overworked in our business are just inefficient. They're not working smart. Milk it until it stops because it will stop. Work smart, right? You don't have to work, work harder, work smarter. Armando, you know what? Another agent was asking, they have a client that is approved for one price, yet that client would like to see properties 
for a much higher value. How would you say yes or no to that client? I show it to them because I found in my business, when we stroke the emotional fire, they find a way. Now their mother-in-law is willing to pay because they'll be closer. Yeah. They're all of a sudden, the wife has an inheritance she hasn't told them about. <laughs> now all of a sudden, well, they're getting a bonus and they find a way. They'll sell their liver to come up with the money. So when, when you're at that million two plus, yeah, when million. you're at entry level, they obviously can't go higher. They're on fixed wages. If it's, if it's a $300,000 house, you know they're not going to be able to go to five hundred. Yeah, but, but, but the guy who's not want to spend more than a million two, guess what? He can come up with another hundred grand. I know yeah. he can. I, and I think you got to look at what the conventional loans are compared to jumbo and you'll be able to figure out whether or not they can do it as well. But what I would do is always show them like one house, really the best one that they wanted to see. And then I would say to them, if I was to tell you right now, you could get this house, what would you do? How would you get that extra money? Do you have a plan or are we really just looking? And just like you always say, Armando, ask questions. If someone is at the store and they find out you're in real estate and they say to you, hey, how's the market? Well, Armando always says, why? Are you interested in buying? Why? Are you interested in selling? Right? But that's always been your key phrase. Why? Ask the question. Why? And I just want to add another thing, because I do hear that a lot, people looking a little bit outside their what you think their price point is. And like I say this in class too, the number one reason people buy homes is because they're kids. You know, yeah. they're all Braveheart. My children! You know, they all think little Johnny's going to go to Harvard, even though he's going to go to community college. But they don't know that yet when he's five. So they're buying that real estate for this powerful emotional thing about their family. And when that's involved, all of a sudden the grandparents, well, if you're closer to us, we'll kick in. All of a sudden using the 401k money. So I find when they get emotionally attached to the house, they find a way. True. Asking those questions in general are, are really good to find out where the true source and why someone's trying to do something. So there's another question is, if you're a listing agent and you have multiple offers and you get the winning bid, when you tell all the other agents that they didn't win, do you tell them or disclose to them how much it sold for and what the terms were? No, because if we fall out, I'm disadvantaging the seller. Good, so I, good job. I said the same thing. I just blast and emailed all of them. Hey, right. thanks so much for your hard work. We went with another offer. I'll keep you posted if it falls out. Yeah. You know, and I blast I agree. The email. I, I agree. And even when my seller might say, oh, you can just tell everyone. I always try to sit the seller down and say, why do you feel like that? And I explain exactly what you said. Look, by doing that word a disadvantage, what if I can get you five or 10 or $15,000 more from someone who was so upset that they missed out on your house? And they go, I think we all had this this last year. If it did happen to fall out, you sold it for more a month later. That's 100% correct. Armando, what other advice being that you teach agents, and I know that you get really green questions. What other advice could you give an agent who says, hey, because I know when they're taking your class, you say, what brings you here? Why do you want to be a real estate agent? And they say, you know, Armando, coronavirus hit and I was at home and I watched a lot of HGTV and I've always liked looking at homes and I think I'd be a great agent because I like to look at homes. What do you say? Well, that's definitely a component, but if that's the only reason you want to be a realtor, you know, it may be a tough road. Two things I want to make sure to mention. Number one, when people ask, how's the market? Is it a good time to buy? Is it a good time to sell? I, I would try to make it an open-end response. I say, well, it depends. You go, on what? On you. What's your situation? What's your strategy? Oh, right. we're renting right now. Well, how much is that? Five grand a month. So you're blowing 60 grand a year, no matter mm. what. Yeah, you should buy. 
if I respond back, well, what's your situation? They go, oh, we own our house cash. Great, then sit there and enjoy your money. What do you need to buy something for? Rent it out. If you want to buy something, rent it out. Take the extra money from your passive income and you can buy something. By just practicing a consultative sell right. where you get them to have a conversation. How's the market? It depends. Where do you live? Oh, I live in West Hills. How long you been there? 15 years. Just by having that conversation, you know, they have a ton of equity because the yeah. market was down 15 years ago. And we know the number one reason people buy, my cabin. So little Johnny is now hopefully out of the house. So that's not an issue. Armando, are you like speaking my situation or what? Practice, I call it practice real estate talk. Sounds smart when you talk. Don't be the car salesman. Is it a good time to buy? It's always a good. It depends. What's your situation? Have a real conversation with them. And like Armando just said, practice real estate talk. So if you want, I did do a podcast on real estate terms and definitions, things you need to know that real estate agents say so you understand the lingo and how to think. It's so important. And you know, Armando, I really love the fact that you touched on what is your situation? So I always say, what's your strategy? Why do you want to sell? And let me look at it. And if I look at it and I see that they've made really good financial decisions through the years, and I say, well, look, you are telling me that you want to sell and then you want to buy a new house. But whenever you buy in the next year and a half, you want to move again. I really don't think that that's the greatest situation because we are in a high market now and in a year and a half, we probably won't be. You know, everyone has a different recipe. Everyone has a, there's a different recipe of success. But I find that my clients at least will appreciate the fact that I'm trying to break down exactly what they need to help them. And when you can put your clients before your commission, they're going to know it, they're going to feel it, and they're going to feel loved. Most of my clients are pretty smart. So I don't, what do you want to do? You want to sell? Let's do it. You want to buy? Let's buy. You know, I'm not here to be your daddy. If you want to buy, here's how we're going to do it. Here's what I think you can get. You know, I always laugh when I see these realtors that say, making your dreams come true. Honestly, my clients own a lot of homes. You know, they bought many homes. You're not making their dream come true necessarily. You're buying them another house and they've already had two houses and they need to be in a school district. So I would maybe not be in this like fairy tale. That's a great point and it really works well for you. But you know, one thing I learned with coaching and I'm sure you've seen with people that you've trained, Sometimes you'll, you'll be coaching someone and you'll think, God, I don't know how this person is going to make it. And then they do. And you go, wait a second. It's a great reminder that whether their slogans having a, their dreams come true or, you know, some, some people are attracted to that and they want that and they need that. And the good thing is they'll gravitate towards those people. So everyone's kind of different and they're all going to, everyone's going to have a different level of success. And yeah, I mean, like my call, Brad, you'll be glad. It was awesome for 15 years. What, what was your slogan? Call Brad, you'll be glad. I had commercials that were running all over and I made a fortune everywhere I went. It was Call Brad, you'll be glad. I still use it every so often. However, I've learned that as I got a little bit more seasoned that I didn't need it as much and that I just fall back on Call Brad. I'm here, how you doing? So I say whatever a new agent can do to help them feel more confident to make them more endearing to someone, great. But the real proof is in their service. How are they treating their clients? How do they get along with their clients? It's great. We deserve to make a living, okay? We need to build value in what we do. We don't need to work for free. But there's no reason why our clients can't be appreciative and pay us. What, what else have you seen, Armando? What, what, what are the things? Well, if, if you'll indulge me, I have this thing where when new agents go, what can I do? I go, well, why don't you do at least the minimum that my 11-year-old niece does. 
My 11-year-old niece runs a better business than you. And, and let me show you how. Number one, she wears a uniform, right? Her little brownie scout uniform with a name badge. So everywhere she goes, she looks like what she does. Right. Do you look like a real estate professional when you go? Or are you the one who's digging through their gym bag for a business yeah. card? Right. That's number one. So look, look like it is what you do, whatever it is that you think that is. Number two, go where the customers are. My little niece goes to the grocery store. She goes to the shopping mall. She goes where the customers are. Are you where your network is? Are you there where your friends, family, and neighbors can talk to you and get into real estate conversations? Right. Number three, she knows her inventory. Hey, I got 10 Thin Mints. I got four this. I got five I that. love her. I can't tell you how many agents I go, what's your market? They're like, see me Valley. I go, well, what's the least expensive home? What's the last sale? Then you, you don't know your inventory. Right. At least my little niece knows how many boxes she has in her garage until she unloads it. Number four, she asked for the business. Uncle Mondo, how many boxes can I put you down for? So she asked for the business and then she asked for a referral. Number five said, hey, Mondo, Uncle Mondo, any of your friends want cookies too? Go to where the customer is. Yeah. Know your inventory. Yeah. Ask for the business. Uh, and can you deliver? And then she comes back and says, here you go, Uncle Mondo. Your cookies are in. Yeah. Uh, I'll see you next year. If you could just do that. But I'm always shocked when grown people that get this real estate license, I'm like, do you know your inventory? No. Do you look like a realtor? No. Do you right. ask for business? I'm waiting. For what? So guys, I started in real estate in 1997-98. I would go to a thrift store and I didn't have any money, but I didn't let it stop me. And I bought suits for $3 and I used to slick my hair back, okay? I was 27 years old. I found my first notepad. <laughs> That's great. It, it reminds me all the time of where I started. So exactly what you said. And, and also to Armando's credit, when he talks about know where your clients are. Guys, I go out and I drive down the street and every house I see is a potential client. And you know what I see? I see dollar signs flying over those homes. Dollar signs. And I just want to shoot them down. Bing, 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 bing. Treat the business like it's a video game, a real life game, and walk down the street and introduce yourself and talk to people. Everybody's a client. If they own a house, maybe they're gonna sell and buy another one. If they don't own a house, they're gonna buy a house. Figure out a way to counsel them. You don't have a lot of business right now. So say, well, why aren't you buying? Well, my credit. Well, let's take a look at your credit. I can actually show you how to repair your credit. Here's what you need to do. And they will be loyal to you and they will appreciate it if, as long as you are building a relationship, one, and communicating with them. Build a relationship and communicate. Two of the most important things you can do. And I wanted to give one last tangible tip. Yes. Good old fashioned postcards. We just had our awards earlier, Brad, and- Postcards. And I would say everyone there who was in the 5% or better, they send out postcards still with all the social media. So here's my tangible tactic tip for you. Number one, develop a print-ready PDF postcard on Fiverr. Yeah. Then find a local printer, get your postcards printed, and then find a direct mail house that'll charge you pennies to sort and yeah. then have their bulk mail rate. But if you can't afford to mail them out, walk around or walk around. Yeah, Uber over there, walk the whole neighborhood and drop them on the doorstep. There's always a way. And Armando's right. There's always a way. Armando, let me ask you a question. If somebody wants to get into real estate, they're not in real estate right now and they're in the in anywhere in California, could you help them out? 
Absolutely. Uh, I'm covering my website, therealtyacademy.com. And we do online Zooming. I'm live. We ask questions. We lecture. And really, we hold your hand from the beginning to you getting that license. Then we hopefully turn you over to someone like Brad so they can teach you the business. My job is to get you that license. And I promise you, I will get you that license. I want you to make money. So then I'll hand you over to someone like Brad. Now, hopefully you're lucky enough to have someone like Brad to then monetize that license. And, and that's really the one-two punch. Armando, let me ask you. So I, guys, if you go to hrepodcast.com, you'll find my website and it has my coaching website on it. And I have offered anyone who goes there, if you scroll to the very bottom, you will see uh, my coaching rates, but next to it, you get one free coaching session. You can get one free coaching session with me where you can ask me whatever you want. We'll do it over Zoom. And you'll even be able to go over my coaching handbook. We can go over so many different things to make you successful in real estate. But Armando, how come, you know, quite a few who are signing up, but I'm offering it to everyone. And there's so many agents who say, I need help. And then they don't go and do that sign up. What is it about newer agents that are making them so afraid to succeed? I think it's a little bit of there's so much information out there that it's like drinking from a fire hose. So my advice would be pick one. Honestly, everything works. If you do everything 100%, you'll get and get a customer. Don't worry about I, there's so much to learn. Park benches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Robbins. Oh, this, that, Mike Ferry. You know, choose one. Yeah. Choose one. And if you have the opportunity to get a free hour from Brad, write down your questions. Write down so you suck him dry for that hour and then call him up. So many people, they just want to be entertained. Like this happens to me a lot. A lot of people just want to sit there and be entertained. Yes. And I go, listen, why don't you come with some questions other than just hoping that I enlighten you? You'll get more out of it. And guys, I'm going to give you some advice. When I first got into real estate, I didn't really quite know what to do. So the, the Brad that just I just showed that picture of decided to call all the top agents from all different companies where, I, where I'm from. And I just introduced myself and I said, hi, my name is Brad. You don't know me, but you're going to because I just got into real estate and I'd like to take you to lunch and just pick your brain. Because I knew that they had to eat, right? They had to eat. And why not let me take him to lunch get to know what makes them tick. And you know, most agents, if you talk to them, that the high profile, the most successful agents, they do a lot of things that are different, but they do a lot of things that are the same. One of them is eat lunch. They eat lunch pretty quickly, but you can ask them whatever questions you want. And we're all here to help each other. So just do whatever you can, figure out what you wanna to do to make yourself successful. And if it's even finding five different real estate coaches and they all offer one free hour, Milk all of us. Well, I, I don't out. want to detract from your program, but <laughs> no, I love you. I love you. I, I'm I would so... just copy whatever Brad does. Don't yeah. even listen to what he says. Oh, is this the postcard he sent? Yeah. Put your face Tell on it. it. And I give it to you. Put your face on it. Yeah. If this is social media, that's it. Copy it. Yeah. The beauty and... of our business is it's so easy to copy and that's replicate. It. Don't try and reinvent the wheel. And and I, I listen to Armando's uh, stuff all the time, and I look at his Facebook all the time, and he looks at mine. And the one thing that Armando and I, neither one of us do, we don't talk about politics, we don't really talk about religion, and we don't say anything negative. Because you know why? We are real estate agents. We are here to help our clients, and we are here to make a living for our families. And I got to tell you, nobody should care what my beliefs are when it comes, especially politically. 
Don't shoot yourself in the foot because I made over $80,000 two years ago because I was a guy at the gym I was working out with and he said to me, you know, Brad, I have a, an agent and he works at your company, but he's always telling me horrible things about the guy I'm voting for and he calls me stupid and he thinks he's funny and I don't want to pay him. I don't want to put any money in his pocket. Now, I never told him my political beliefs. So I smile and I listen and he ended up using me. Why? Because I only talk about business when people are talking to me about business. Very few people know anything. On a side note, how happy are you to go back to Equinox? So excited. That and I also do Pilates. That's another thing Armando and I would see each other at the gym at, you know, six, seven in the morning. Why? Because we care about how we look and how, because how, how we look is how we feel. So you have to have some really good exercise and really feel good in your mind about who you are so you can give back to your clients. That I, I think that out of everything we talked about today, having enough energy to do any business is critical. Right. So if your health is not good, your nutrition is not good, you're not disciplined going to the gym every day, you're at a disadvantage. And I'm sure you felt this way, Brad. Sometimes I don't want to be there at 6.30 in the morning. No. But it's like your routine. You get there, you move, you get a sweat. And I have found that people that train, and it's nothing to say people that train at night, but people that train early in the morning, I tend to connect with them better. They're more professionals because after hours, you know, they have kids, they have different. So I've gotten, I'm sure like you, I've gotten deals out of training early in the morning. Of course. Being in the locker room, talking to these people, pick a time that you like. And even if it is evening time, and go all the time at that time. Make that be one of your fears of influence. Yeah, for sure. It really is. And I'm glad. And maybe we'll talk about more about that next time. But everywhere you go, everybody you meet is part of your sphere of influence. That's just, that's just how it is. They do the things that you do. You run into them. They're part of your sphere of influence. And you make it. You build your business and you build your base. And again, guys, go to atrepodcast.com. Sign up for one free hour of coaching. I would love to work with you. You can get my free book. It's I Want to See You Thrive, Not Survive. I Want to See You Thrive, Not Survive. Yeah, take remember, that up on that. That's great. And again, if you need to renew your license or get a license, go to Armando. hit us up at therealtyacademy.com. I'd love to help you in any way I can. And he's actually absolutely amazing. My wife took from him, passed the class, loves him. And I did my broker's classes with him. I just need to now take the test. It's only been a year since I redid it again. Armando. We'll refresh you and then you'll get that. That's it. I really enjoy talking to you, Armando. And I find you to be just a really great guy. And I'm happy to be in the same business with you. If you know anyone who wants to buy or sell real estate or even take their classes, go call Armando. Go to the Realty and Academy. And we try to leave some of those awards for the rest of us. I think, I think you got too many awards there. Oy vey. I'm glad they gave me this office. But you know what I like more is seeing our clients smile, seeing my family being able to eat is pretty Amen. nice too. Amen. You know? All right, Brad, thanks for having me on. And Thank you guys. And that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. You know, many of my podcast listeners have become my coaching clients. If you'd like to be a coaching client, go to my website at www.atrepodcast.com and sign up for your free 30-minute coaching evaluation at www.atrepodcast.com. And as my dad would always say, have an attitude of gratitude.